0: The Fat Boy Show. Film Scope UG with DSTV Uganda. Great stories come alive on DSTV. DSTV Uganda. It's your moment.
1: Welcome to FilmScope UG, proudly brought to you by DSTV Uganda. This is where we celebrate the amazing people at the forefront of revolutionizing the film and television industry of Uganda. Over the past several years, we've seen an amazing transformation in the way Ugandan stories are told by Ugandan creators for a Ugandan audience, but also for audiences internationally. And so with channels like uh, Pearl Magic, Pearl Magic Prime, and other platforms that have come up to showcase Ugandan film and television talent, we've just come to a place where we can feel proud of our stories and the way that they're being presented. And for that, the people we need to thank are the directors, the writers, the actors, actresses, technicians, the sound people. You know, everyone that's been involved in this process. And here on FilmScope UG, we endeavor to highlight these amazing individuals. Well, today is no different. Today on FilmScope UG, we are happy and proud to be speaking with Patience Nitu Muesiga. She is a writer, a director. And her films, plays, web series, and other artistic works have been featured in 18 countries on three continents. She's behind Heaven Sounds, Boring, uh, Communion, and also the television series Yatmadit. Madit. And uh, she joins us today on FilmScope. Hello, Patience. Glad to be talking to you.
0: Hi, good to be here as well.
1: Awesome. Well, that's uh, quite an accomplishment you have uh, under your belt. Uh, And in such a short time, you've been able to uh, get uh, great acclaim for your creative works. How does that make you feel?
0: Uh, I think it sounds better when you say it, but uh, in (laughs) actual life, it's just a struggle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As with all uh, amazing things, nothing comes easy in life. And we owe it to people like you who are putting in the work, the sweat and the tears to make all of this uh, a reality. So kudos. (laughs) Thanks for
0: the kind words.
1: So you are also the founder of Shagika Tales, which is a company dedicated to telling decolonized African stories. Can you tell us about that? What are decolonized African stories?
0: Um, I don't know if there's one answer, but I think um, we grew up on a lot of stories that represent us as underprivileged, um, needing help, kind of Africans, you know. And so, you know, when we created Shajika, it was really like us trying to figure out how we can tell stories that represent an African voice that's authentic, that's real, and that's not two colonizers attempting to create content that, um, that celebrates the dignity of the Africans.
1: Wow. Okay. Uh, do you feel like much of what we consume in terms of, of media sort of paints a very skewed narrative of who we are as a people?
0: Absolutely. I mean, even the films that have been made here. Like sometimes it's um, it's very embarrassing to you know speak to people and say that the only way they see Ugandans are you know is you know in that sense of the Western eye or you know the Western filmmaker's eye or you know like if you remember a few things that have been shot here, it's like the child soldier place or you know that place where there was Idi Amin or that place where you know it's never about you know, people just being people, Ugandans being Ugandans and being heroes or villains for, you know, in their own right, It's a lot of stories just paint us as these black people that need help. And I I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's, you know, uh, my job alone. I think a lot of people um, are attempting to create stories that are different, that offer, you know, an eye into who we are as a people and not just as a, a black
1: race. Well, you attended the renowned Hollywood director Mira Nair's Maisha Film Lab, and uh, you know, she's uh, produced a number of films that uh, feature Uganda. How do you feel about her portrayal of Uganda in films like Mississippi Masala, which to be fair, was depicting uh, historical events, uh, and so perhaps it's inescapable that Uganda was presented the way it was Uh, but what about uh, you know like Queen of Katwe how do you feel she as a storyteller depicts Uganda oh
0: my god you're putting me on that spot right now am I you want me to say something that will be used again
1: (laughs) well I mean uh, you 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 were her student so uh, I'm sure she has inspired you but also at the same time I'm sure you have your own opinion about how she's presented this country
0: yeah, you know, what I would be interested in, for instance, is cause, you know, I've met Mira on a few occasions and I have, you know, my personal opinions about, you know, her work and stuff. But I think what would interest me is what, you know, the opinion of a filmmaker who maybe, for instance, made like a film about um, the Asian uh, fiasco and what that would look like. I mean, I think all opinions have a place. I don't think there's only one opinion. Um, I think filmmakers like her have a right to tell stories from their point of view, but I think my point is that even Ugandan filmmakers have a right to also Sort of reclaim the narrative and also tell stories from their points of view.
1: So let's talk about some of the stories you've told. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> thing that uh, intrigued yeah. me the most is uh, this short documentary you made called Everybody Needs an Electrician. Oh my God,
0: that was my <laughs> very first film, it's the embarrassing So <laughs>
1: So tell us about Everybody Needs an Electrician. This is a feature uh, documentary that you produced in 2012, I believe.
0: Yeah, so it was my very first one. Um, I lived next to this, um, guy who was an electrician and he was super cool. And so my attempt actually with that short documentary was to, uh, focus on his abilities and not really on, um, you know, what he has as a disability, what the disability he lives with. And I think for that time, I I can say it was okay, but now I look back, like I'm like, I could have made so many different choices in telling that story. <laughs>
1: well, someone, you know, yeah. you always have to start from somewhere. Yeah, that's true. Well, you were formally educated in this field. You graduated with a first-class honors, bachelor's degree of arts and drama from Makerere University. Do you feel that, this is something that someone would need if they wanted to venture into film? You know, the idea that they must be formally educated or formally trained. Um, Or is it one of those things where you're kind of just born with the talent and so you can just start creating?
0: I think people's journeys are different. I, I really appreciate the fact that I went through drama school. I appreciate being introduced to um, you know, people that I respect, works of art that have informed my thinking. And I think that's really important. But I think there's also other ways of training, especially in a country like Uganda, where people are not sure they're going to get jobs. So it's always like a gamble for many people. So I think people come to this industry with many different backgrounds. But I think once you've decided that you want to do this, I personally believe you just need to make yourself better. And it can be through school, but it can also be through working with other people, working with people you respect, getting mentors. And that's why I think, like, Maisha Philnod is there. And I think, you know, those spaces help you to sort of make your craft better. And talent is good, but I think, you know, there's always a place for improvement and getting to know what you're doing well.
1: Well, given... um all of the works that you have produced thus far is there any that stands out as your personal favorite and i know it's a tough question it's like asking a mother (laughs) who's your favorite child (laughs) but but, uh, surely there has to be one that uh has uh, a lot of meaning for you uh when compared to the others do you have such a film
0: um i think for me like with every work that i do i've I strive to you know I strive to make it better I try to improve myself improve my craft in you know every piece of work so I think you know my recent short is um heaven Sound boring and one of the reasons that I liked working on that project is I had great collaborators um I had a great cast it was just it was the first project where I felt like we didn't struggle so much because everybody that works was uh giving everything they could and it was just good to be in that space of like absolute collaboration where everybody's like happy to work and giving it their 100 Mm percent it was fun to make and i think that's you know before i've worked where i'm struggling I'm, i'm 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 dealing with stuff you know um and now it was like it's beginning to become fun because i'm working i'm finding my team and it's good to have a team that fully understands the story and puts everything that they can into that story and that's just there's nothing like it
1: i'm sure i I can imagine (laughs) well um it's definitely or it sounds like you're really really enjoying what you're doing even though in the beginning you hinted at the fact that there's challenges here and there. Uh, what is it that keeps you going and keeps inspiring you to, to keep going forward, even in spite of the challenges?
0: One of the things that keeps me going is the stories themselves. You know, it's it's just fun to to keep all these worlds inside your head and, and, and then once in a while decide to focus on one and make that world a reality. And, um, you know, like also finding people that you know support that because I think why some people give up is that you know you start and then you work with people that don't fully support you or it's too challenging because it's hard to make a film and you can't do it alone so I think for me like um, being on a journey where I find collaborators that think like me or understand the things that I'm trying to achieve it's definitely a great deal but also again like the stories themselves are really the source um and currently you know like i have like so many projects that i always put on hold but just the idea of knowing that one day i'm going to come back to you and we're going to finish you as a project mm-hmm. you know like that alone keeps me going you know um to make sure that i reach that stage um, of accomplishing it
1: I feel like I have old relationships like that where I'm like, hmm, unfinished business. I might uh, revisit. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. So um, can you tell us uh, what projects you're currently working on or any upcoming ones that you're uh, at liberty to share?
0: Oh, there's so much. Uh, but one of the the ones that's really uh, moving forward at the moment is a documentary uh, called The Woman Who Talks the Leopard and we're presenting it at uh, Durban Film Mart this 16th July. So um, that's been exciting. Uh, It's about the life of Dr. Stella Nyanzi as a public figure, but also as a person. Wow. Um, You know, because I think that a lot of people just see her as a person in public. And and, and we've wanted to sort of capture her essence as a person, as a mother, as a lover, as, you know, a woman. That is definitely
1: interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see it.
0: Uh, so yeah, that's one of them. But there's, you know, there's a lot of stuff in store. Um, I just got a small grant as well from the Film Board of uh, Carlos Ruhe, the city in Germany, and we're going to make a, a dramedy horror short um, in a few weeks, and that's also quite exciting.
1: Wow. We have all that to look forward to from you. Is there a place where one can go to get more information or to keep updated? Do you have a website or a social media handle?
0: Yes. Uh, I mean, I have a personal website, which is to com. But then our production company also has shojika.com. Um, yeah, you can find us there.
1: Well, thank you so much, Patience uh, Siga, for speaking to us here at uh, Film Scope Ug. It's been such an honor, and uh, I think uh, you know we've all come away from this feeling quite inspired by your journey. And we're looking forward to see more of your creative works.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor for
1: me as well. <laughs> okay, thank you, and have a beautiful day.
0: Have a good day too.
1: Bye. Bye. Film Scope Ug
0: with DSTV Uganda. Great stories come alive on DSTV, DSTV Uganda, it's your moment.